Welcome to Be Ye Hearers. It's a podcast of St. James's Episcopal Church in Richmond, Virginia. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of all our hearts be pleasing to you, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Amen. Peter, who also goes by Simon, James, and John, had been out fishing. And after being out at sea for the entire night, all they had to show for it were empty nets. It makes me wonder how often this happened, how often they would spend the entire night out fishing, working, and laboring, casting out nets only to bring them back in empty. Was this an occasional kind of thing, or was this the third time this week when they hadn't caught any fish? Did this mean that their family wouldn't have enough food to eat? Did this mean they wouldn't have any income for that day? Whatever the case may be, I think it's safe to say that Peter, James, and John were at least a little discouraged. I can almost hear the entire scene as they got out of their boats and began to wash their empty nets. Aside from the normal sounds of the sea, there's mostly silence, because no one really felt like talking after the nights they had all shared together. But even if they had felt like talking, I don't think they had anything to say. So instead, I hear the occasional yawn from their sleepless night, but even more frequent than the yawns, I hear deep and heavy sighs. If you listen closely enough, that sigh sounds somewhat familiar. Part of me wonders if it could be the same sigh we've all been hearing and sometimes producing ourselves recently. The deep and heavy sigh of burnout. Maybe after yet another fruitless night of labor, labor, Peter, James, and John are feeling that same feeling that we're so familiar with right now. I recently heard how burnout was in the running for 2021's word of the year. And it's burnout that's contributing to what many are calling the great resignation or the big quit. You've heard about it. It's this trend where everyone right now is leaving their jobs. Now, I've heard countless explanations for the great resignation and this rise in burnout, and I don't want to minimize any of these because they're each specific to the person. But there's one explanation that I've heard that I've found especially compelling. As we all know, the pandemic gave us all a chance to step back, to take time and reevaluate our choices and our lives and the directions that they were going. And many people, after taking that step back, 
have started to realize that they desire a greater sense of meaning and purpose from the work that consumes 40 to 60 hours of their week. But this desire for meaning and purpose isn't entirely new. For years, it's been a growing trend that people, and specifically millennials and Gen Zers, desire greater meaning and purpose from their day-to-day life. We want to feel like we're contributing to something bigger than ourselves, something that will have a lasting impact on the world. But how many of us, much like the disciples after those 40 to 60 hour work weeks, feel like all we have to show for it is burnout and empty nets? Without asking, Jesus hops into Peter's boat and asks him to paddle out a little ways so he could continue teaching to the crowds. And exhausted, Peter complies and and pushes the boat back into the water. Finally, Jesus wraps up his sermon, and as the crowds are dispersing and going their own way, he tells Peter to paddle out a little further, to cast their nets once more. Who is this carpenter, Peter must be thinking? that thinks he can tell me how to do my job. But Peter still responds graciously. We've worked all night long and and haven't caught anything, but if you say so, I'll put the nets back out. And as soon as the nets touch the water, they start filling with fish. Pretty soon, the nets start to break, and they need to call in another boat for help. They finally managed to pull the fish into these two boats, but there were so many fish that both of the boats started to sink. Peter's exhaustion and burnout are immediately replaced by by some combination of amazement and fear. So he drops to his knees because he knows he's in the presence of immense power, and he cries out, Go away from me, Lord, for I am a sinful man. Jesus responds, Do not be afraid. From now on, you will be catching people. From now on, you will be catching people. Peter, who had spent day after day after day catching fish, now had a new calling to catch people. Earlier this week, Hillary told me about a sermon she heard a while back where the preacher pointed out that typically when we think about fishing, we think about bait and a hook. And we bait the fish in, and then we trick the fish into catching its mouth on this hook, piercing the side of its mouth. But when Peter, James, and John fished, they used nets. So instead of tricking the fish and harming themselves, the fish were gathered up. 
and then surrounded by and engulfed by the net. And finally, they were drawn back to the boat. In the same way, in this new call, Jesus invites Peter to join God's fishing expedition, to participate in the work of gathering all of creation, surrounding and engulfing it in God's love, and finally drawing all creatures back into right relationship with God, one another, and themselves. This is Peter's new call. This is his new vocation. But it's also not altogether new, is it? I don't think we should ignore the fact that Jesus frames Peter's new call in language that's consistent with his day-to-day work. In other words, he doesn't call Peter to be something entirely new. He doesn't call him to be a carpenter of people or a tax collector of people or a priest of people, but he calls him to be a fisher of people. There's a sense in which his vocation of being a fisherman wasn't totally erased, but was transformed. Jesus breathes new life into the monotony of his vocation, connecting him to something that was so much bigger than himself. He breathes new life into his burnout, filling it with new meaning and purpose. And all of those things we so deeply desire and the meaning and purpose turn out to be the ultimate meaning and purpose. To partner with God and God's work in the world. Peter's call is the same call that extends to each of us. It's the invitation to follow Jesus. It's the invitation to discipleship. It's the opportunity for our vocations and our lives to be completely and utterly transformed and given new meaning and new purpose and connect us to something so much bigger than any one of us. It can be tempting to act like this kind of radical call is reserved for the professional Christians, like clergy. They're the ones, we might say, who are called to this kind of work as the rest of us go about our daily lives. But the role of the clergy has never been to be the professional Christians, to be the only ones with some kind of special call. But the role of the clergy is to equip each of you to live into your call to equip each of you to live into this vision of discipleship, to equip each of you to live into your transformed vocation, and most importantly, to equip each of you to partner with God in the work of gathering all of creation back to God's self, surrounding and engulfing them in God's love and drawing all creatures back into right relationship with God, each other, and themselves.
And so a fisherman who answers this call is no longer just a fisherman. A teacher is no longer just a teacher. A nurse is no longer just a nurse. A lawyer no longer just a lawyer. A student's no longer just a student and a stay-at-home parent, no longer just a stay-at-home parent. But all of a sudden, our day-to-day lives, our careers, and our relationships get caught up and become a part of this greater thing that God is doing. Luke tells us that when the boats got back to shore, Peter, James, and John left everything and followed him. By this point, they had been at sea all night and all morning. I imagine that there were still yawns and the occasional deep and heavy sigh. But this time, they had so much more to show for than burnout and empty nets. They had new meaning. They had new purpose. In short, they had been called. And so have you. Amen. Thank you for listening to Be Ye Hearers. For our full worship service, go to doers.org slash live. To learn more about St. James's, go to doers.org. We hope you've been touched by the Holy Spirit today. We look forward to being your companion on your spiritual journey.